I stopped recording because I got scared. Hey. Hey there. Hey, how are you? Hey, it's Valentine's Day. You should be nice to me. I am being nice. Is Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Dear Emily. Emily knocked it out of the park for Valentine's Day. I did. She got me a, what is it a t-shirt subscription? I get it a t-shirt is. every month? Every month. From Dive Bomb Industries? Yeah, but don't say their name anymore. Why not? Because I also reached out to them and said we have a podcast and an audience that might be interested in getting a, like a coupon code for their website. And they said they don't do things like that, but we should keep shouting them out for free and see what happens. And you said, no thanks. I said, no thanks. So we're just going to say their name one time and be done with that. Okay. But they do make cool shirts. They do make cool shirts. They make great shirts. In fact, I looked at their brand to see what brand of shirts it was. Yeah. But I can't. I can't find a tag anywhere. Mm. Secret. Like, even on like the little inner inner side tag, I can't find the tag anywhere. Okay. Um, no. So you knocked it out of the park. I knocked it out of the park because you told me exactly what you wanted. Like you sent me an email and said, "Buy me this for Valentine's Day." I did. So I did as I was told. I've really been off my gift game this year. You have. Like usually, I am the gift. Like I am the gift connoisseur. Although I think maybe I get more credit for that than, than not that I'm bad at it, but I think you're better at it than we typically describe. I think the power is flipped entirely. Has it? In the relationship. Has it? And I'm just in charge. But this is sort of my time of the year <laughs> where is. I do really, really good. Yeah, because you... I don't know if I have like the sad thing, but I sure act like it. <laughs> it's not diagnosed. And it also it also changes based on what day it is. Like if it's rainy or like cloudy days, you're like, oh. I do. I, I have trouble functioning. I really need sunshine. Like if you put me in one of those Alaska towns that only has daylight like seven months out of the year, I wouldn't make it. I don't know if anything I said was scientifically accurate, but you knew what I meant. Uh, and I think what you meant was you would not make it the dark months, not the light months. Yeah. Because you'd be fine during the sunlight Well, months. I wouldn't be there for any light months either because I wouldn't make it. Oh, gotcha. You'd be done instantly. I, that would be the end of me. Emily, can you introduce us to anyone new to this? Why Why would you be new to this? I have no like, idea. Hang on, guys. I'm going to adjust my microphone down a little bit because it's hurt my neck. Yeah. I don't know how I get taller from one week I to I don't the either. Next. You change heights. <laughs> okay, there. That should be done with that noise. It's better, too, on the sound now. Is it really? Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Looking at the levels. Would you like to introduce us? I would. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening to the Cast of Blast Florida podcast. I'm Emily. This is Travis, my co-host. Uh, we are roommates, also married. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, uh, this is our show about uh, things. Serious outdoorsmen that don't take themselves too seriously. Yes. Although occasionally we get pretty serious, but for the most part, we try to have a good time. Last week was pretty serious. Last week was pretty serious because you was, were so mad. I was mad, but the other thing was we were a little bit funnier the first time we recorded last week's episode. Oh, but then the the sound got foobard. So what happens is our sound gets possessed, like as though what are those things called? Like a voice modulator, a demon. Yeah, it's it's like it's like someone puts a voice demon modulation over our sound. And so you can understand what we're saying, but it's unlistenable. It's so bad. It's so like tinny and cracky. Anyway, so yes, last week we got pretty serious. And if you want more on restricted hunting areas and um, kind of what's going on with sportsmen and, and things in uh, the public domain, I was actually on Brad Ferris's podcast this past week. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes, uh, the Between the Beaches podcast. 
Brad has been on our show uh, at least. No, he's been on it twice because he was actually at the live show with us. And we talk about him, you know, 17 times a week. He's a cowboy. Yes, Emily, he is a cowboy. Although he would say he's a cow hunter, not a cowboy. It's different. He's a cow man. Yes, he's a cattle rancher. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We don't have anything of serious repute to talk about this week. Oh, I think we have some good su- good stuff, though. Do nothing, we? Nothing like anger inducing, but some interesting things. Like, I would like to start with one, such as... Why do you have St. Patrick's Day and Easter lights? Because they're on your coming. Sign? They're coming up together. Like, well, you may as well get an American flag and some pumpkins and a string of Christmas lights and just do the damn thing. I have pumpkin lights already. But you have two holidays combined. Why can't I do that? You can, but why would you stop at two? Well, because those are the next two. So yeah. maybe after those, I'll put up an American flag for like the summer. For like Memorial Day and and Fourth of July, Labor Day. Is it because you wanted to clean off your desk a little bit and it didn't is. know what to do with the St. Patrick's Day lights, so you just put them up? Listen, what Emily's describing is I have this giant cast and blast Florida sign behind me um, that Cody Gamble made, one of our listeners, and it's delightful. And so at Halloween and at Halloween, I put lights up around it. And people made fun of me during Zoom calls over it. So I decided to go to Big Lots and get lights that are appropriate for all the holidays. But I happen to get St. Patrick's Day and Easter at the same time. The problem is if I put the St. Patrick's Day ones up, I would take them down on whatever, March 17th. And then Easter is like two weeks later or something. So I'd only get two weeks of the Easter light. So I just have them both up there for right now because those, those holidays are so close together. Okay. Anyway, it's totally fine. That is not the important thing that we need to talk about. We we need to, I feel like we would be doing an injustice to not talk about the Super Bowl cast and blast Florida thread. That's like the legendary thread of all threads. It was year. pretty fun this year. That's that's what you're coming at me with. It was pretty fun this year. <laughs> it was like everybody was ready for it. Yeah. Like as soon as I posted the official thread thing at 6 p.m., we had comments rolling in. Right away. If you don't know what we're talking about, (laughs) we have a Facebook group called Cast and Blast Florida Dash the Group. And it's this really great community online where all the action happens. And um, every year we have a Super Bowl thread where we talk about the commercials, the plays. This year we had a contest. Emily had a contest. We had a contest and there was no rules. It was completely arbitrary. But whatever made me laugh the hardest got a all Florida t-shirt. Yep. Um, which is a not the nonprofit that we're launching a fit- and a cast and blast hat. Correct. Um, and I think we're going to need to tell a little story before we. You tell it and the, I'm going to pull it up so I can read the. You're never going to find winning. that comment. I'll find it. You're never going to find it. Um, so uh, two weeks ago when I was talking about if, if, go back and listen to last week's episode if, if you really want the story. But a couple of weeks ago uh, we had some guys that hunted on a public lake. They did nothing wrong. Um, they were investigated three times by law enforcement or checked three times by law enforcement. It was a homeowner that was very upset that they were hunting and shooting her ducks or she was afraid of firearms or whatever. Um, so several of us went to a Lakeland City Commission meeting and one of the city commissioners there, uh, he, Mr. Uh, his name is Bill Reed, super nice guy. He's He's been a CCA guy. He's been a Ducks Unlimited guy. Um, he, he talked about feeding the ducks off of his dock. He talked about feeding the coots by hand feeding the coots. Um, he was just, I, I don't think he understood exactly what he was saying. I, I, I'm not looking to get anybody in trouble. I thought he was endearing, honestly. 
but um, a lot of our listeners tuned in and watched that commission meeting and um, then had some follow-up commentary on that. So with that said, there was a Doritos commercial during the Super Bowl game where a bird watcher was climbing in a tree and she dropped spicy Doritos and spicy Cheetos out of her backpack and they fell onto the ground and they went everywhere and all of the animals came up and started eating them. They had a sloth and a deer and an alligator and a songbird and I forget what else. So all of that said, <laughs> Emily, have you found the comment yet? No. Cause I knew that you wouldn't Scott Pinka wrote on Facebook commissioner Reed's wife <laughs> dropped those Doritos out of the tree to feed the ducks on Lake Parker. And it was just, I'm paraphrasing what he said. That's pretty close to what it's he said. Commissioner Bill Reed. Yeah. He's his <laughs> wife. So that was the comment that sent us over the edge. Like both of us went into hysterics, just died laughing. It was a very inside joke, very insider focused, but it killed us. And, and Scott, we needed it. Scott, congratulations. You yeah, have, man. Th there was no topping that. You've won a shirt that is not here yet. They should hopefully be here in another week or so and then printed. And then I'll get them on my on, on their way to you along with a hat. Um, so that was enjoyable. That thread is always enjoyable every year we do that. It's People are like, why don't you do that for more stuff? It's like, because if you make it too common, come back to me. You can put the thread away now. Sorry, I was just looking at the, the stats on it. We're crazy. What were they? The post um, reached 706 people and we had over a thousand comments, but only like 23 commenters. That's not right. That's what the Facebook says. Yeah, that's not right. I can think of more than 23 people that commented off the top of my head. Okay. Um, so also over the weekend for the second week in a row, the ledger posted a duck hunting article or a duck hunting picture on their front page above the fold on a weekend paper unbelievable unheard of right yeah so the title of this week's so i i posted in irony that the ledger has now had more front page headlines about duck hunting this year than my fwc's facebook page that's what i that was my commentary on the on the post but the title of the article was hold on i'll pull it up here i've got it New Frontier, almost 60 years after desegregation, black people still seek recreation equality. This was an article that was syndicated around most of the papers in the state. Um, if if there's some folks out there that don't understand how syndication works, that means that multiple papers are owned by USA Today or whoever, and so they republish the same piece in those papers around the state if they're not specific to the one region. But um, I did want to just touch on that because that article, I read it, Emily read it, um, they followed uh, several guys, one of which joined our group of the weekend, Brandon Thompson, but followed several guys around um, kind of on their view of outdoor recreation, be it hunting or surfing or fishing or going to the beach and kind of the history of segregation and how that worked in, in Florida and um, some of their fears, some of their concerns still to this day. And man, did it feel like there was a little bit of first, I felt like some folks missed the point of the post was the point, the reason I shared that post was, hey, the ledger has outdone. I hadn't even read the article at the time I shared it. Mm -hmm. The ledger has outdone uh, my FWC on duck hunting posts so far this year. Mm -hmm. That was the, the original reason I saw, shared it. But um, no, it was just interesting to see some of the like pushback and the commentary and everything else on it. And I just, 
I wanted to make sure that as a community, we're going to be okay with sharing stuff like that. And we're going to be, I can't believe I have to say that. <laughs> and, um, history is history and people's people are allowed to feel the way they feel. And you're just looking at me shaking my head. That's not good radio. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you're, you're, you're talking. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to interrupt you. No, go ahead. If you have anything to interrupt me with. Well, I mean, it's, it's black history month. Right. <laughs> so I thought it was really great that they did a piece featuring the history of black people and, and desegregating public spaces for them in Florida. I'm actually seeing a lot of that trending on social media um, with the black women that I follow all over the country. Um, and it's the right thing to be talking about right now. It's appropriate. And it, was, it happened. So, you know, everybody can kind of get over it if they don't like it. Um I thought they did a really good job um, painting a picture of what it what it's like to walk in the woods as a black person in Florida these days. And um, I thought Brandon in particular did a really great job in the article talking about, you know, how, like with the path he was headed down and how he decided that he didn't want to continue the cyclical um, pa- behavior patterns of his family. And so he decided to get out and get in the woods and like that's why we all put our kids in the woods. Like we don't want them to get into trouble. It doesn't matter what color you are. Um, but of course him doing it had different challenges and different fears than us doing it with our children. So I thought it was a really great article. And I was, when I first saw it, I'll admit that I thought, Oh, the ledger is now trying to get back in good graces. They must've gotten a lot of bad feedback about the previous weekend's article about duck hunters. But that had absolutely nothing to do with it. I don't think, I think it was a syndicate piece and it was a, it was run above the fold because it's black history month and they wanted to feature a black, you know, black story. You said exactly what I wanted to say. Uh, It was coincidental. Typically you don't believe in coincidences on stuff like that. Like it's, there's a, there's a reason for it. And so our, our initial reaction was exactly what M just said. Like, Oh, they, they pissed off the duck hunters. Now they're going to come back in and try to smooth it over. And look, they're talking about this guy hunting on a wildlife refuge. They were talking about hunting near houses last mm-hmm. week. Now they're going to paint. Oh, look, it's a diversity issue. And even, you know, everyone can go hunt in wild refuge places. But, um, I, I pulled a couple of quotes out of the article because I thought on one hand it could be spun that way. But then I thought, you know, this article makes a lot of points that I think when we went back into the restricted hunting area conversation, we went into the conversation in last week's episode, which I won't rehash the whole thing. But I think you could make the argument that the urbanization of duck hunting allows for folks that are can't afford private land hunts or to get on airplanes and go somewhere to get into hunting. And that's not, that's not talking about as a diversity issue. That's talking about an everyone issue. I mean, Peter Curry, who was one of the guys that hunted over there, he's perpetually a college student. You know, he's 25 (laughs) years old. He's, he, he's not, I don't know Peter's financial situation, but he's, he's not going to go spend a bunch of money to fly to Arkansas and shoot ducks for a week. Right. If he wants to hunt ducks, he's going to figure out ways to do it locally, inexpensively, affordably, quickly, so, so that he can participate mm-hmm. in this hobby. John Schiller, who hunted with him, John is a school teacher. He's a science teacher in a public school. He's probably rolling around on a bed of money right now. Mm-hmm. But you, you get where I'm going. Like access issues and the affordability of those access issues is a thing that affects generations of people coming into the sport, which is the thing I talked about uh, a little bit with Brad Ferris on his podcast. But there were a couple of quotes I pulled out of the article that I really, I, they kind of resonated with me as 
not to hijack that piece, but almost arguments in favor of being against RHAs. Yes, I agree. Uh, you, this is this is Brandon Thompson talking. You hear things like you couldn't fish if it wasn't on the river, and you couldn't go hunting if you didn't own land. There are fears because you didn't know if someone was out there who'd want to hurt you. And when you grow up without somebody to show you or take you places, then you don't have the motivation. I didn't have anyone to really show me. That's powerful, right? Super powerful. It's a thing we talk about, again, regardless of race all the time. None of us are born with intrinsic knowledge of how to shoot ducks or how to hunt deer or how to hunt turkeys or how to catch fish. Right. And you know what it reminds me of? Sorry, let me, can I jump in? So like, um, I think that the LGBTQ movement has had a lot of progress in recent years with gay marriage and everything like that. And so you've seen like this trend with teachers, especially, and advocates with that community where they have like a sticker that says I'm a safe space or the sticker means I'm a safe space. And I wonder if there's like even more of an opportunity for people like you to be like, Hey, I'm a safe space for people who want to get into hunting and fishing. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. Like I'm a safe space. And if you want to get introduced, like this is where you go because I don't know of any other entity that's offering that. So it's just really interesting to me to think about it that way. That's interesting. That's a really fascinating idea. Like if you see this sticker, yeah, you're like, welcome. Like everyone's welcome. Think about how that would mess up people's brains in society. Like I'm a safe space for you to be with a gun. <laughs> I'm a safe space for you to be with hunting. I also loved this quote. This is the only other one. I, I, I pulled a couple more out, but this is the only other one I want to talk about. Um, this is William E. O'Brien, who's a, uh, professor of environmental studies at Florida Atlantic University. Historical legacies don't go away too easily, neither do cultural patterns, mm. but the efforts are being made. If someone is telling you you don't belong here, then that has an impact. Absolutely. Now, I don't want to be reductive at all to that with racism because I've heard a lot of black people talk about this. I did not know it was a thing, but a fear of going to the woods. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of pe black people talk about this and it's become a thing I've learned about in the last probably a year and a half, two years. I, I, I have no data on that. I have no information on there. I think it's, I believe those people for what they're saying. And it's a cultural, like it's, a, it's, it's ingrained almost in them. Like they've learned that historically through heritage and through fears that were founded. Right. Cause they had to stick together. Right. But in this case, I thought, uh, if people tell you, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, like I, I just, I, that resonated with me given the current landscape that we're in. So I wasn't being reductive to, the racial piece of that, but I was saying that's a thing that also resonates within what we went through a couple of weeks ago with the restricted hunting sure. area thing. Like, I, I don't know. I just found it fascinating. I found it fascinating that two weeks in a row, the front page of a mid to major newspaper in the state of Florida has waterfowl hunting connected to the front page article on the yeah. weekends. That's interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, Oh, sorry. Amazon's here. <laughs> We're just gonna have a dog interrupt. What did you in get this. me? Is it my is my the Valentine's Day present? No, you have your Valentine's oh, Day present. Oh, okay. No, they, like that's not what the thing is. Um, a couple, a couple more. So, by Florida today is where the piece was originally posted. I would encourage people to go read it. I would also say this: if you're in our Facebook group, which I'm banned from at the time of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook banned me for making a comment about Elizabeth Bland in the Super Bowl feed made a comment about Owen Wilson. And I said, Owen Wilson peaked in Zoolander. And I will tell anyone that says I'm wrong, I will fight him or something to that effect. That's that's pretty much what the comment was. It got me banned from Facebook. So um, 
I can't post for two or three days. I've actually been penalized. Get this, him. I'm penalized in the feed. Uh-huh. Like in, I won't show up in people's feeds for 30 days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like they came after me for defending Owen Wilson's honor, really. Also Facebook, that's like a colloquial phrase. Anybody can fight me on that? Yeah. Like I searched on Facebook today on fight just to see. Uh-huh. Like there's fight for Brevard Waters. There's like there, fight is not necessarily a bad term. Wow. You should, it really would behoove you to create like a backup account. Yeah. No kidding. Because that's what's tied to all Florida. That's what's tied to cast yeah, a blast. That's like to, the page. You need to put that on your board for this. I'll write it down right now. Yeah. I'm also going to, I'll be recruiting some additional people to add as admins in case I get locked out at some point because I like, Ooh, that sucked. Anyway, thanks Elizabeth Bland for starting a whole Owen Wilson debate, but seriously, he was at his, his absolute peak in Zoolander. The point I was trying to make was, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I have no idea where that was going, but, oh, Florida Today is where the article was. So you can go to Florida Today, I think, and read it in syndication, and you can click on the link and read it there. So I think that's shared somewhere in the group on the Facebook page. Uh, housekeeping items really quick. We are still having a hat sale. We are having a hat sale until all the hats are gone. So I've gotten a ton more hat orders this week. Thank you guys so much for that. I should also mention this. I should also absolutely mention this. We've seen a serious uptick in Patreons. And I, I know M mentioned a couple weeks ago, like part of the deal with Patreons is you're, you're, you're paying to keep the show on the air, which is not inexpensive, but you're also paying to help offset us going to meetings and running programs and doing all the things we're doing. We're, we're actually uh, going to get together uh, this coming Saturday and do a lake cleanup someplace, actually on Lake Parker. We're going to go out there and, and do a cleanup on Lake Parker. So um, anyway, I just I, thank you guys for doing that for the Patreon support and for everything else. Like we've seen, like I said, a massive uptick in it this week. Do you have something there? That Somebody you... left a review. Oh my gosh. Let's hear it. Uh, I know who this is. It's from Quackskins. Aw. Uh, not sponsored. Uh, it's entitled More Emily and it's a five-star review. Okay. Would you like for me to continue? I know that you're going to read this because it's more Emily in five-star review. It says, more Emily, less everyone else. It's obvious she carries the show. Robert, Travis, Ned, Tate, Charles, Mason, whoever those guys are, are okay. But Emily is the best. She needs to sing and shoot more often, though. Wow. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Poor Alex. You know, he wants to, he wants, you know, so Quackskins, he says he's a, he makes camo in state like yeah, yeah. mangrove camo and stuff. And yeah. um, he, since the live show, he's been after me. He's like, dude, I want to do your Florida flag logo uh-huh. on one of my hoodies and I'll let you guys raffle it off, give it away, like do whatever, like for your nonprofit. Oh, I want, I want one of those. Right. Like super cool, super generous offer. Yeah. So I'm like, absolutely. I'll do it. Well, then we got into duck season. Oh, I nothing's happening yeah. in duck season, Alex. And Pomerita, to his credit, a once a month would ping me. Hey, buddy, any any chance on that logo? Have you checked on that logo? Have you checked on that logo? Not being a pest, not being, like, honestly, he's trying to do something nice for us. Mm-hmm. I can't find the logo. Like, the so I, Haley, Haley Jackson, if you're listening to this, I need the logo. Like, I'm going to ping you because I need the logo back. She's our she's our designer. She was our designer back then. She you better ping reti- her fast because she's she about to have a baby. Yeah, she has since retired from logo doing stuff. Logoing? Lo- logoing? 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 <laughs> anyway, so um, 
Alex, I promise I'm working on that, buddy. I promise I'm working on that. But I was like, I went through a bunch of folders this week on my computer. I was like, I got to have this somewhere because we printed these let shirts. Let me tell you something. At least once a week, I look at Travis in the eyes. I'm doing it right now and say, I say, I don't know how you stay alive. No, that's true. That's true. That's 100% true. He has no systems. I just, I literally, I could, I could not. I don't know how you do it. How I exist in the world. I really, truly don't. The other thing we need to tell everyone about is our good friend, sponsor of the show. The only sponsor we have. The only sponsor currently that we have. Fletcher Hallett. Hallett Insurance. What was the, there was a comment about Hallett that he actually insures both the Rams and the, no, he only insures the Rams because they won. Oh, did they? Yeah. So how it only insures the ramps 904-315-5812. If you need, if you have any insurance needs, you live in the state of Florida, commercial boat, home life, whatever call Fletcher or update update on that. So this week, someone in our group commented that they were working with Fletcher's mom on insurance. They circumnavigated Fletcher. They went straight to the boss. They, they just went straight by Fletcher because his mom works. They work side by side. Oh, boy. So I think maybe we need to reach out to her. Maybe maybe she's maybe we need to go past Fletcher on this. What do you think? I don't want to talk about anybody's mama on the show. <laughs> 904-315-5812. Insurance. You can call or text or you can send me an email. Fhallett at HallettInns.com. Emily, how would they know how to spell Hallett? Double the L's and double the T's. Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah. Boom shakalaka. Um, we did communicate with Nate. If you're if you're wondering where Nate is, we did communicate with Nate, and he is he is in the midst of Valentine's plans. Don't ask. Making sweet. Yeah. I don't want to know. It's a family show. Bam, there bam, are bam, there are people listening bam. with kids in the car right now, and you're doing this. You have no, it's hard being the only adult. Um, thank Sorry, you guys. can you send me that logo? Oh my God. <laughs> That's what you're coming Maybe at me I'll with right now. Mom. That's what you're coming at me with? Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening to this train wreck of an episode. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, please tell someone about the podcast. Maybe not this episode, but definitely this episode. Why not? baptize them straight in. Yeah. Just get it, get it both barrels right off the bat. Make sure that you're joining the Facebook group as well. That's where all like the magic happens. And if you are joining, you have to answer every single question to get in. We do not allow anybody in if they don't answer every question. Yes. There's a lot of people sitting in the queue right now that have not answered any of the questions. I can't approve anyone in the queue anyway, because I'm banned. <laughs> oh, I'm about to go have a heyday in like, the group. Like legitimately, I cannot do anything right now. I'm about to go do a ask me anything about Travis thread excellent and you there's nothing you can't respond to it at all can't do anything about it oh man so thank you guys so much for listening we hope everyone has a great week and we will see y'all oh that's the other thing i need to tell them okay pasa mufasa we are considering moving the podcast to wednesdays oh god monday's got a little cray cray for us. mondays have gotten a little crazy so emily is in the office every monday nate has a standing commitment every monday um and then we have, we're doing some school stuff with Will on Mondays. Like, so Mondays have just gotten a little bit out from under us. So there's a very good chance that next week the podcast will move to Wednesday and be on Wednesday as the, as the future rotation. Do I feel like it's more appropriate that our podcast goes up every hump day? Hump day. I do. 
in the meantime thank you guys for listening and y'all stay woke <laughs> <laughs>